guys, welcome back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. We are so excited because we have another guest. We're switching it up again on you guys, and we have another guest on our show this week. His name is James Swanwick, and he is the founder of Swanwick Sleep. And I know it sounds kind of boring to start off with, but let me tell you, he has all sorts of really good information for you guys, and it has to do with sleep and alcohol. Well, that's not the only thing he's an expert on, but that's what we talked about because it's the most relatable to us and you all. And I know that, well, we both know that you guys are going to really like it. We are going to say, though, just a little glimpse of real life, that during the podcast, obviously this is recorded after we did the interview with him and... (laughs) We had our dogs are barking. Just keeping it real. Yeah, just keeping it real 100%. Honestly, we discussed it. We're like, should we say anything? I was like, should we and keep I up said, business? And Sam's I like, said, like, Sam's, of course, Sam's like, should we? No, I, I said, let's do it. Yeah. I said, should we talk? Yeah. I, we got off, and I'm not going to lie. I had, like, the worst anxiety. We both were, like, so stressed because Millie, our parents' dog, was over here. Lucy was barking. I don't know why. I don't know why they were barking so much. It's the worst it's ever been. And we are, like, in real life. We were in Sam's room on the carpet, and we could still hear them all the way up here. So I was, like, she opened the door to go see what was going on. The door squeaked. It was, like, everything that could go wrong in the middle. And I'm trying to stay composed, trying to do the interview myself, and that's just the real life behind it. But so I contemplated. I said, Alex, yeah. did we say something? Because, like, we love being real with you guys. But I was, like, then I was, like, I don't know, Alex. Should we not? Because I'm, like, I You're like, like it's not business. I said, I said it's not. I said it's not professional. Like you know, I feel like we str- everyone struggles that on social. There's a media. line. I mean, there's a line where you're like you're doing an interview. So I mean, that's why I was flipping out. It's like you're trying to be professional in the recording and all these dogs barking. And our neighbor was decided today was a day that she was gonna start banging on the wall in the middle of the what day. Was it? They're like hammering something. I don't know what. I don't know what they're doing, but it sounds like they're taking the wall down. And <laughs> of course, today just has Lucy to is sensitive to like every noise. Yeah, but anyways, so I of course. Was was like no let's totally see it <laughs> in typical Alexis fashion <laughs> and I'm like my person I'm like um I don't know I'm like a little hesitant about it I'm like no not that I want to be real let's just be I'm real. just like <laughs> I think people are so concerned it's not no, I'm not saying I'm trying to be like that but I feel like everyone is trying to you know especially when you're type a you're trying to put I think that's what it is I'm like praying psychiatrist on myself you're trying to I'm I'm a perfectionist so I don't it's like any that stares away from that I'm like oh it's not that I don't want to be real but I'm like it's I I think, well it's fear that you're gonna mess up it's yeah like where all stem anxiety stems from anyways that's another that was another podcast that we talked about that last week but anyways the interview was really interesting I'm not just saying that I think I learned so much from it I know Sam did too about if you guys struggle with sleeping if you drink a lot we're not saying you're an alcoholic but you guys know we don't drink a lot and we get asked a lot about how we deal with that and the pressure with that and what are the benefits and. I feel like we get so many questions. I mean, it's a common thing. It's a social thing to do. And I feel like we get so many questions about, is it okay to have drinks? And he's not, James is not like an expert in alcohol or anything like that. But he is, he did, he does something called a 30 day no alcohol challenge where he helps a lot of people who want to stop drinking. And he hasn't, you guys will listen more to his interview, but he actually hasn't had a drink in nine years. And I feel like I'm slowly getting to that point, but I'm not gonna lie. Like I well, now you know someone else that does. I don't know the and last he's like hip. Yeah, so. and I mean he's not like weird or anything. Like I'm not trying to be like weird, but like he's like a normal person, not like oh who is this? And I, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't. I just don't drink because I feel the best not drinking, just health wise. And you guys already know over health issues. Like I don't need to be making them worse by drinking, but. 
not saying again, not saying there's anything wrong with it, but in the interview, you guys will see and hear the benefits to not drinking as much or just how it how it disrupts your sleep and just like everything in your body. So just something to kind of be aware of. I know some people, you know, he's just the messenger. We're just the messengers. I know a lot of people get angry when they hear stuff that they don't want to believe, but I think all in all, it's great information and he has a lot of stuff to share about the sleep too. So and I think if anything, if you take just take the takeaways and you can decide for yourself what you want to try although some of them I think are really are really great messages and good things to try and we talked about the well you'll hear us in the podcast about it but he has a the swannies which are his part of his brand they're the blue light blocking glasses that he talks to you as we read all about the ben- I mean you'll hear all about the benefits of them and we've personally been using them the last week and I noticed a difference as I said it in my interview um, in the interview with James, I personally noticed a huge difference in my sleep even the last couple of nights just by wearing them right before I go to bed because like everybody else, we're on our phones in bed and I'm like every night, I'm like, I'm not going to be on my phone. But the reality is you're going to be on your phone. So listen to the interview and make this mental note or write it down and I'll be sharing it in the show notes too. But you guys can get a discount on the Swannies, which these are different than other blue light glasses he explains in the interview. They're not just like a regular pair. These are I felt a huge difference, as I said in an interview with him, when I put these on versus the other pairs that I had. These are a lot more, the light is a lot more yellow. It's like your night shift on your phone, but like times 100. And steroids. Yeah, and it you really do feel like, I don't know, I just feel like calmer. when I, I don't feel as exa- much anxiety when I'm staring at the screen on my phone. I put the night shift on, but I also wear these and at night, and I definitely, I can fall asleep so much quicker. I don't know if it's just placebo or if it's like really, I think it's legit, but anyway, so the code do you want to share it, Sam? Yes. So the code is double dose and D-O-U-B-L-E-D-O-S-E. And you can get 15% off any order that you place on their site. They do have, he goes into it, they have other products, but these, what we're referring to are the Swannies, which are the blue light blocking glasses. And just like Alexis, I've seen really great benefits for it. I'm not just saying like, oh, whatever. You'll see when you look at them on their site, they look different than all the other ones. And there's a reason for that. I even wore them. He talks about it again. We're not going to, you're going to listen to this again. But when I was wearing them and watching TV and stuff, the TV looks different. So just knowing that you're like, okay, this must do something because it looks way different. Like when you flip them on and off, you're like, oh, wow, it looks way different. So I'm really excited to share this podcast with you guys, so stay tuned. We're here with James, and we're so excited to be having him on our podcast this week. We have a lot of information to get from him, and I think you guys will love what he has to share. It's very relatable, and we we know that you guys will love it. So James, if you want to get started before I bore everyone with your facts, I'll let you kind of talk about yourself and how you got started with all of your company and all that stuff. Yeah, well, I'm Australian-American, and, and uh, I guess you could say I'm a healthpreneur these days in, in the sense that I create health companies uh, for people. So I help social drinkers quit alcohol, and I also help people sleep better. Uh, I haven't drunk alcohol in about nine years now, and I just I stopped just for lifestyle reasons. I was never an alcoholic. I was just a social drinker that, um, you know, had a couple drinks here and there, a few drinks on the weekend, but I realized it was holding me back, and uh, I just quit for 30 days. Felt so amazing and that I decided to just keep on going, and I haven't touched a, a drop of alcohol since. And 
Um, now I have this program called 30 Day No Alcohol Challenge, which has now helped tens of thousands of people around the world drinking. And, and then I have a sleep company called Swanwick Sleep, which and we produce these very stylish blue light blocking glasses with an orange lens. And when you wear these glasses at nighttime to block the blue light, you're actually able to, um, to sleep considerably better. So my life now is really around being the best version of me in terms of my health and then producing products that, you know, complement good health and, uh, you know, mostly helping people reduce or quit drinking or sleep better. Yeah, that's awesome. Obviously, we know, obviously, the drinking is it's a very social thing. And we personally don't drink really at all. And I don't think it's very common. I mean, maybe as you get older, but especially, I mean, even when we were in college, we didn't drink a lot of alcohol compared to, you know, the status quo. And I think it definitely plays a lot into all of your health, like eating and sleeping, like you were saying. And the blue light is so interesting because obviously with technology and our careers, and I know a lot of people that are just on their phones and technology a lot. I think that's become, I mean, everyone I think starting to hear more about the blue light glasses and all that stuff. And I know we have been trying yours. We've been wearing yours the last few weeks or last week, I think. And I didn't realize, I guess you can talk about it more, but I didn't realize you both didn't realize like when I put them on, like how much, cause I had another pair that wasn't, it, they look like almost like regular glasses and the light. I mean, these look like when you're looking at them, they're so much more yellow and I can see the difference now. And I know is reading how obviously the iPhones have that night shift feature. And I always thought that I was like, Oh, that's protecting it. That's enough. But obviously mm. you want that more, how, how they're, how your glasses are different and why it's so important to wear those and just like the night shift feature. Yeah, well, the artificial blue light it comes out of our cell phone, TV screen, bathroom light, kitchen light. And during the daytime, that's not so bad. But at nighttime, when we're exposed to that light, it tricks our body and brain into thinking that it's daytime, which means we do not produce as much melatonin, which means we don't sleep as well, <coughs> excuse me, which means we don't wake up with energy and clarity and focus. So every time that you crawl into bed, and scroll through your phone, you're tricking your body into thinking it's daytime, you're, you're compromising your sleep. Every time you brush your teeth at night with the light on in the bathroom, you're compromising your sleep. Every time you crawl into bed and you have an alarm clock next to your bed that has an, uh, an artificial light lighting up the, the time, you're compromising your sleep. So What's, what I've done is produced a stylish pair of, of glasses called Swannies, blue light blocking glasses. And you wear these in the last hour before sleep. You remove them just before you, you want to go to sleep and, and you fall asleep quicker. You sleep much deeper and ultimately you wake up feeling refreshed. And sleep is just so, so important for our health, for our metabolism, for our hormones. Uh, and if we're not sleeping effectively, then you know, we're not living effectively. Our whole life is compromised. Yeah, for sure. And I, I know we've, like Sam and I have been wearing the last few nights and I've definitely noticed a difference in my sleep. Like I feel like I'm sleeping so much better just wearing those. And I think it's helping a lot. I mean, I, I was like, well, cause I, I know, like I was saying, I've seen so many blue light glasses and we've tried those mm -hmm. and I feel like these are so much more of a difference than, um, 
than with the other pairs that I've tried before. And I think it's so amazing. Like, I mean, I really didn't think, I was like, well, I guess we'll see. But then I really noticed a difference. I know you were saying about sleep and how important it is. So do you have like a recommendation on how many hours of sleep people should get a night? Yeah, I mean, anywhere between seven and eight is going to be great. Is is pretty pretty um, well known to be the sweet spot. Having said that, lots of people are different. You know, like depending on people's race, depending on people's um, uh, hormones, their their genetic line, depending on just the you know the whole genetic makeup can af- can affect how many hours sleep you need for optimal um, you know for optimal effectiveness. However. Generally speaking, seven to eight hours is important. But what is more important is the quality of that sleep. So here's the thing. You can sleep seven to eight hours and think that you're sleeping the way that nature intended you to sleep. But if you live your life at nighttime with a bathroom light, kitchen light, speedometer light in your car, street light, traffic light, television light, kitchen light, bathroom light, screens, phones, all this artificial light, the light from your microwave, the light from your dishwasher, the light from your laundry. If you're exposed to any of that light at night, then your sleep quality is compromised, which is why I encourage people to block that light as much as, as possible. So what's more important than seven or eight hours every night is the quality of that sleep. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I know, I, you know, we have, I know people that they're like, oh, I go to sleep like by 10, I'm asleep, but... Yeah, they're tossing and turning probably for the reasons that you're, I mean, there might be other things going on, but probably for some of those reasons. And then sometimes, or you're, and you're, you might feel like you're saying you might think you're getting all that sleep, but you're really not, you don't feel rest in the morning. So mm. I what you mean, and I have, so you're saying just an hour before bed is, is, it, is enough right, to wear them or do you wear them like throughout the day too? Well, I wear mine um, throughout the day when I'm on a computer or I'm, I'm using electronics for extended periods of time. Um, a lot of our customers around the world like to wear the glasses as a sunglass and you certainly can. However, the, the most effective use of these glasses is at nighttime to block that blue light at night. Now during the day, I wear mine sporadically throughout the day. So I put mine on if I'm, if I'm on a computer for anything longer than say 20 or 30 minutes, I like to put the glasses on for about five or 10 minutes to give myself some temporary relief because that, that light that's just blasting into my eyes can create eye fatigue, headaches, um, you know, lack of clarity and focus. But when I put the glasses on as I'm working, I get more clarity, more focus, more energy, and I get a lot more done. So, so really, the, the best use of these glasses are if you're going to use them during the daytime, wear them sporadically for like little 15-minute bursts here and there just to give yourself temporary relief from, from you know, computer use. And then at nighttime, when you put them on in the last hour, keep them on. Do not remove them until you switch the final light off. Okay. That makes sense. And I know like Sam and I are on our computers. I'm sure like a lot of people with technology and just the way stuff is in this decade, um, people could probably benefit from using those throughout the day. I know I, we're on our computers like literally all day So and our phones. So. I mm-hmm. I've been wearing them at night, but that's good to know. So, um, obviously, like, I know you guys have the Swannies. Do you have other products besides the Swannies? Uh, yeah, we do. Um, we have um, we have uh, the, uh, 100% pure silk oversized sleeping mask, which was actually voted the world's best high-end sleep mask in 2016. And 
we deliberately um, have made it oversized or, you know, like a, like a very large size. So it blocks as much light as possible. Silk also is really good for retaining moisture in your skin. And so um, if you're worried about visible signs of wrinkles or aging, wearing um, our sleep mask at nighttime, when you wake up in the morning, it retains that moisture in your skin. And so your skin does not look dry. It doesn't look weathered. It actually looks and feels nice and um, rejuvenated. So you've got two kind of benefits there from, from wearing the eye mask. You've got, you know, you're blocking light, which is not going to, you know, uh, which means you're going to sleep um, effectively. And also, it can also uh, enhance your looks um, because it's retaining the moisture in, in your skin and, and not making your skin look dry and, uh, and, and, and uh, weathered. We also do melatonin. We have melatonin gummies. Um, and uh, an all-natural sleep aid as well and some oil diffusers and um, we sell a mattress so the world's healthiest mattress now as well and so we, we're truly we're really trying to to be all things sleep to to people yeah that's awesome i've definitely heard about this silk. <coughs> we both use like a silk pillowcase but i'll have to look at i've never used a mat like an eye like a sleeping mask before but i was going to ask you so what is your suggestion or your tips on like if you're in a like so if you obviously have shades in your room, do you recommend lot like closing those out totally? Is that light bad too, or is that okay? Yeah. So you you want to be in a blacked out room. You want it to be as dark and as black as possible for sure, um, because any light that comes in, um, if it touches your skin, then it's basically um, your skin has um, receptors in it, and when the light touches your skin, you're essentially telling your body and brain that it's daytime, which means you're not sleeping as deeply as you as you should. So definitely blackout curtains. You want to sleep in a dark room. Have you ever have you ever spent the night in a in a you know, maybe an upscale hotel room and they have those really big, deep, thick curtains? Yeah. And, yeah. And hardly any light comes through, right? That that's exactly that's exactly the type of environment you want to you, you want to create like just a black room where when where you wake up in the morning you don't even know if the sun's shining outside or not. The that's the bat. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm I'm interrupting. That was so funny because I've traveled with my boyfriend many times and he's like he always wants to, he doesn't sleep that well but clearly he's read. I guess articles and he always wants to black out the room and I'm always like, I don't want that. I want it. I want the <laughs> curtains open because I want it. I feel like I need to see the light to get up in the morning. But I do realize like when I was on trips with him, when we do black it out, I feel so much better in the morning. I just don't know what time it is when we get up. Yeah. I guess it's the control freak in me. Like, I want to know what time it is. I guess you can look at a clock, but <laughs> yeah, well, the funny, ironically, in order for us to sleep well at night, we actually want to expose ourselves to as much natural light first thing in the morning, but not, but not as it's shining through the the windows, and and, and you know waking you up before you know you you should wake up. So <clears throat> the gold standard really is sleep in a blacked out room. Uh, when it's time to get up, get up and then open the curtains and let your body be flooded with natural sunlight. Because what that does is that it tells your internal clock, your internal body clock, which is called your circadian rhythm, this is wake-up time. Got it. And then 16 hours later, your body will start to naturally want to prepare for sleep by producing melatonin based on the fact that you told it what time was daytime when you first flooded it with sunlight earlier in the morning. So 
yes, go to sleep in, a black, in as black a room as possible. Um, you know, wake up to an, to, to an alarm after, you know, seven or eight hours um, in a blacked out room and then either go outside or open the curtains and let your body be flooded with natural sunlight. That will make you sleep um, considerably better. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we have, definitely have to try that. I was always, I mean, I just always had done the opposite, but it makes sense that you need to have that. I mean, I've read like that you should wake up first in the morning and you should be in the sunlight, but obviously I've been doing it wrong all this time. <laughs> um, do you have any, oh, so you said you have, do you guys have, I'm sorry, I forgot what you said. Did, do you guys have curtains or do you have like a certain brand that you recommend? Uh, for curtains, uh, I don't. We don't have a, a, a certain brand that we recommend. Um, any brand that just is black and you know blacks out. I think if you're buying them, just say are these blackout curtains, um, you know that are thick and heavy. Obviously, you don't want light colors. You want dark colors so that light doesn't get through. I think that's going to be much better. Okay, that's good to know. So going back to the alcohol challenge, we were really, when we read that, we were so interested in that, obviously, because we can relate. And like you, we didn't do it. We weren't alcoholics. I mean, it was a lot for health reasons. And I think, I mean, I think we haven't, I haven't had alcohol. I can't remember the last time. If I do, it's very rare. And I, and I know everyone has their different preferences. And you, I know you said that you didn't really, you didn't do it. You just decided to do it for 30 days. So can you talk more about that? Like, what were the benefits? You said obviously sleep and all that, but how did you decide to do that? Like what made you decide to do that? And how do you think it's changed your journey to where you are now? Uh, you're asking me in, in reference to quitting alcohol. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, a. I mean, I grew up in Australia and the culture there is very much, you know, a drinking culture. And um, I was never a, a heavy drinker. I mean, maybe at times I was a heavy drinker, but for the most part I was, you know, just a societally acceptable drinker. And as much as that, I might have a drink or two per night at the end of the day, um, you know, at the end of a, on, on a weekend, if I was with friends, I might drink some more, but over several hours, rarely did I get quote unquote drunk. Sometimes I did. Sometimes it was fun. Sometimes it wasn't fun, but you know, for the most part, I was just what society would deem to be an, an okay kind of drinker. But in 2010, I woke up one morning, I looked in the mirror and I realized that, you know, I'd put on about 20 pounds over the course of a year or so, just kind of very slowly. I didn't really notice it at first. And then suddenly I was like, oh, I've put on some weight. I've got to carry a few extra pounds. I look a bit tired and weathered in the face. And I was just operating at, say, like a six out of 10 in life. It wasn't horrible, but it certainly wasn't outstanding. And so I just decided I was going to take a 30-day break just to see how I would feel. And in 30 days, I lost 13 pounds. My skin got better. I looked better. People started complimenting me on my looks. I had more clarity, focus, energy. I started attracting a much higher caliber of person into my life. I started um, attracting health-conscious people in my life. I started eating better. I exercised more. And um, around about that time, I... I had an opportunity to audition to become a sports center anchor on ESPN sports center is this icon iconic sports TV news show. And because I was clear in mind from being alcohol free, because I had energy from being alcohol free, I went for that job. I auditioned and I got the job and I ended up becoming a sports center anchor on TSP on ESPN and hosting that show for two years. And I credit that um, being able to get that job with being alcohol free. 
So I, I just felt so damn good from not drinking that I decided, you know what, I'll just keep going and going and going and see how long I can go. And so far it's been nine years. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Do you, so what, like I have to, so the people that obviously said you grew up in Australia, what, what did people like around you have? Cause I know it's like a lot of people ask us, like how do we deal with people that being in a social setting and not drinking? How did you like, how did obviously nine years later, but how was it in the beginning and how is it now? Are people understanding or did they kind of, kind of jump on you? Like why? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, it's funny because uh, in nine years of not drinking, you start to become friends with people who either don't drink or drinking is not a necessity in their life or it's, or you start to surround yourself with people who would never in a million years say, what do you mean you don't drink? Are you crazy? What's wrong with you? Just like the example you just gave. Now I got, a, I got a lot of that when I first quit because the people that I was friends with around that time, I was drinking with them and you know, drinking was a big part of our life, a big part of our lifestyle. We'd socialize, we'd meet up for a drink. If I went on a date with someone and say, let's meet up for a drink, let's catch up. You want to have a couple drinks? Sure. Blah, blah, blah. But now, you know, nine years have passed. My interests are now in things like yoga and meditation and healthy eating and exercise and wellness and gross minded, um, you know, and self-development and I like to go to conferences and seminars and uh, I like to be outside in the sun and I, I concentrate on my sleep and I concentrate on my happiness levels. And when you start to have those types of hobbies and interests, you just start to associate with other people who have those same hobbies and interests. So I don't even remember the last time anyone ever challenged me about not drinking, to be honest with you, because it's just been so damn long. Um, but, um, you know, certainly in the beginning, if you do it and people aren't used to it, you you can, you know, you should expect a little bit of that pushback from people. Yeah. I think it's obviously you said, like, I think it is definitely about surrounding yourself. I know that we, I mean, obviously again, works, we used to work our corporate jobs. We used to get a lot more. So I think it's such a common thing, especially in that environment for people, who, you know, happy hours and there's so many I don't know. I feel like there's so many more events. Obviously, when you, you do your own thing and you're an entrepreneur, I think it's a little different. I think everyone's kind of more like-minded in that sense. Everyone's already focused. Not that you aren't focused in a corporate job, but I think it's a different environment. And so that's um, obviously that makes a lot of sense. And I think we can relate. Obviously, surrounding ourselves with not, I want to say the right people, but people that are more like-minded and have the same interests. And I definitely agree with the health. Well, I, mean, I think you get a pick when yeah. you're an entrepreneur. It's not easier, but I think when you're in a corporate setting, it's like that's who you're picking from most of the day. That's who you're surrounding yourself before and after work. When you're <coughs> you have a more of a chance to surround yourself with more like-minded people depending on what you're doing and what kind of networking things you're going to. It could be, I guess, you have more chances to surround yourself with people that are more like you. And um, the other thing, going off an entrepreneur, obviously we are as well. We are kind of going back to the sleep. Um, we tend to work a lot late at night, and I feel like I'm. I feel like I am more. I used to feel like I was more productive at night, but I feel like I am getting more towards and more productive in the morning. And I've heard mixed things, but what are your thoughts on like looking at your phone? Obviously, I know you said obviously to wear the the swannies, but what are your thoughts on looking at your phone or computer at night? Do you think it should be put away at a certain time, like with regards to sleeping, um, or do you have a certain schedule that you? Yeah, well, look, here's the thing. We all know realistically that we should turn our electronics off an hour before sleep and 
read a book or connect with a loved one or whatever. And, but let's face it, very few of us actually do that, right? We have the best intention, but we don't do it. I mean, last night I, 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 was, I rarely, rarely watch TV. I don't even have a TV um, uh, in my place, but I was over at a friend's place and we started watching TV. And, you know, I, I was like, wow, this is so easy just to watch TV in the last 30 minutes before you go to sleep. Um, and so there must be, you know, just hundreds of millions of people all over the world who probably are watching TV in the last 30 minutes before they go to sleep. And so I can sit here and say, do not use electronics in the last hour before you go to sleep. And people will understand that, but then people will not do that. So, so what I, what I suggest is, is continue using your electronics, continue using them but block the blue light as much as possible. And here are some ways that you can do it, okay? Um, if you have an iPhone, you could put the night shift setting on your phone, which will automatically reduce the blue light exposure throughout the night. Your screen will start to go a little uh, amber and then ultimately orange in color. That it gives you about a three out of 10 protection. If you have a computer, you can download the software Flux. F period LUX, which does the same thing. It'll reduce the blue light exposure from your screen, um, which will also, you know, block a, a lot more blue light. That will also give you a three out of 10 protection. But doing those two things in and of themselves will not block light from your TV screen or your bathroom light or your kitchen light and so forth and so forth. So the third and most important thing is to wear a pair of blue light blocking glasses like mine. The one, mine are, are named Swannies from the company Swanwick Sleep. But even if you don't use mine and you want to use some other brand, um, I mean, other brands don't look as cool and stylish as mine. But, um, but uh, even if you do, just, you know, get a pair, wear them and wear them in that last hour while you're watching TV, while you're on your computer, while you're scrolling through your phone. I often take my phone into my bed, but I'm wearing a pair of Swannies glasses while I'm doing it. I'm not staring into that mini sun in the dark. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, I think that, I think that's the best I can say. Should you, should you be using electronics at night? No. Are you going to anyway? Yes. <laughs> so you may as well just protect yourself as much as you can while you do it. Yeah, I think that's such a good takeaway because like you were saying, everyone tells you, no, 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 don't use this, don't do that. But I think like anything, even if you're changing a healthy lifestyle, instead of removing things, it's easier to add things in. So adding, I mean, like the Swannies that we were talking about that help block all that out, I think that's easier. I know for me, that's something easier. I can, I feel like I can hold myself accountable rather than saying like, I'm not going to use my phone. And they do look cool. I will say, like I said, we've got other pairs and I think these are so cool. They definitely look more hip and... <laughs> <laughs> thank you I, I appreciate that yeah i mean i uh there are other pairs that you can wear but they look they make you look like a meth chemist yeah that's so true they look like like nerdy well i mean some people are into that look but for me i like seeing a little more stylish i want to wear them and i think they do like get more attention because the other ones that i've seen look like like you're saying they're kind of like glasses and these look more like hip sunglasses to me, at least. So I think they, people are more likely to be like, oh, what are those? Or like, well, you have something they stand out yeah. as opposed to people just saying, are, are those like, are she just wearing this for fashion? Yeah. It's like the regular ones. <laughs> yeah. Or are these, these look like they actually do something? Yeah, I like, to, I like to think of them as it's where health meets style or where style meets health. So you can be 
healthy while being stylish at the same time. Yeah, we're all about that. We love that. So to wrap up, we just wanted to see if you had any last minute tips. I know we talked about the alcohol challenge <laughs> and also just all your tips on getting sleep. Do you have any uh, tips that you'd like to add and share with our audience on either one of those or both? Yeah, well, on sleep, definitely expose yourself to as much sunlight in the morning as possible. Um, studies also show that if you exercise in the morning, you tend to sleep better at night versus if you exercise in the evening. Um, no coffee after 2 p.m. Uh, coffee is a stimulant and it will compromise the quality of your sleep. Now, even me saying that, I'm sure there are some of your listeners who are thinking, well, hang on, I, I have coffee at nighttime with dinner and I sleep just fine. Well, here's the thing. You may think that you're sleeping just fine, but coffee is a stimulant. So even if you fall asleep quickly and you don't toss and turn in the night, you may still wake up feeling tired and lethargic because that coffee was stimulating your body while you slept. Okay, so no coffee after 2 p.m. Um, uh, no alcohol within the last couple of hours, uh, two or three hours of sleep. Um, and again, some listeners might be thinking, well, hang on, I have a glass of wine at night and that helps me relax and helps put me to sleep. And that may be true. It may help you fall asleep, but your sleep quality is going to be compromised because your liver is working to break down that, that alcohol. You're flooding your body with toxins. And when you do that, your body is unable to rest the way that nature intended it to rest. Look, I didn't make the rules. Whoever you believe in, God, spirit, whatever, higher power, he or she made the rules. I'm just, I'm just, the, I'm just the messenger. So, so you can continue to have your drink, you know, in the last hour before you go to sleep and fall asleep okay, but just know you're not sleeping the way nature intended you to sleep. You're going to wake up feeling just a tiny bit irritable. And when you're a tiny bit irritable, then guess what? everything starts to fall apart throughout the day. You start eating a sugary food, you're just a, you snap at, your, at a boyfriend or girlfriend or loved one or kids. You, um, you don't exercise when you, when you said you were going to. You're not as effective at work and your job and so forth and so forth and so forth. Um, sleeping in 65 to 69 degrees Fahrenheit has been shown to be the optimal temperature for, perfect, uh, for, for optimal sleep. So that is a pretty, pretty cool environment. Um, and then always block blue light at night. Um, I'm biased, so I would say get a pair of Swannies blue light blocking glasses. But even if you don't, just get any pair um, that you're comfortable with because that will, that will help you immensely. And as it relates to alcohol, I would say this. Alcohol is a toxin. It is a poison. And Alcohol, the term alcohol, or the, or the word alcohol comes from the Arabic term alcohol, and it actually means body-eating spirit. Oh, wow. <laughs> so every time that you have a drink, you're literally allowing a spirit to eat away at your body and your body to eat away at your spirit. Okay? So now, is the occasional drink here and there okay? Sure. But guess what? Just a seemingly innocent glass of wine every single night or even a few nights a week is enough to compromise your sleep, which is enough to compromise your health, which is enough to compromise your life. Now, if you are okay living life at a six or a seven out of 10, then just keep doing what you've been doing. No judgment. But if you want to live life at a nine out of 10, 
then either significantly reduce or quit the alcohol and live your life feeling outstanding. So if you want more information on that, you can go to 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com. I help people all around the world quit drinking for 30 days. Happy to help. You can also um, message me any questions you have about this on my Instagram at, at James Swanwick. I was, yeah, I was just going to ask you, I was going to ask you where people can find you, but I guess you just, <coughs> <laughs> so you, you said at James Swanwick and then you gave your website too. Oh, well, you said the 30 day, no alcohol. Do you have another website in addition to the 30 day? Or yeah. Yeah. If you go to 30 day, no alcohol challenge.com, if you're interested in stopping drinking, you can go to swanwicksleep.com If you're interested in the, the blue light blocking glasses or any of our sleep products, if you just type in swannies or swanwick into Amazon, you'll, you'll, um, you'll find our glasses and products on Amazon as well. Um, and, uh, I'm on Instagram at, at James Swanwick. Perfect. That is that was so helpful, and I learned so much. I thought we already had. I was like, we prepared. We were preparing for this. I was like, oh, I mean, I thought we had already learned so much, but I learned so much even for myself. That was so great. And I know our readers. It will definitely touch so many readers and all the great areas that you talked about. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me on the show.